Good morning. This is the Sunday Dhamma Talk, and welcome to Radio Thailand. My name is Pra Mahapaibun Apipuno from Forest Monastery, Wat Pa Don Hai So, in Udon Thani. Every Sunday we will take turn to meet you here, bring you the teaching of the Buddha. From multiple aspect. For me, we'll be meeting you on the third week and the fifth week of the month, bring you the meditation practice, guided meditation. Today we practice breathing meditation. Do it together over the air by find your space. The space is between your ear. The distance is between your head and your heart. It's about one elbow length. Starting by focus your attention. Find your space, secluded space. It could be in a coffee shop or at one corner of the room that you can prohibit communication with other, but be able to focus your thought, your attention over your breath. Inhales and exhales. Observe your breathing. When I say observing, you observe your breath. You also listen to the instruction, guided meditation. Starting by just be aware of your own breath. Where's my breath? Because it keeps moving. The air outside of your body, if it's moving, we call it wind. Whether it's natural wind or wind from a fan or air conditioner. But if it's moving into your body, through your nose, that is called breathe in. If it's moving out from your body, throughout the nose, to outside, that is called breathe out. The wind coming in and going out of your body, go through your nostril, your nose, focus at the entrance of those air coming in and going out. Where's the entrance and the exit? It is your nose, specifically in your nostril. When you focus your attention in your nostril, no need to be so specific that it has to be this much distance from the tip of the nose inside or the shape and the size of the area that I need to focus, that has to be this square millimeter in this square or round or donut shape. No need to be that so specific. Just feel the sensation naturally, comfortably. No need to tense up your body, your nose, your eyebrow, your neck, relax them, 
relax your body, relax your eyebrow, relax your face, your neck. Do it naturally. Just focus. Just pay attention in the nostril. No need to follow through your in breath, into your throat, your lung, your diaphragm. No need to follow through the air coming out from your belly, your diaphragm, your lung, your throat, and the tip of the nose. Go to outside. No. Be on one spot. The spot where you can feel the sensation of your nose touches your breath in the nostril. There will be sensation just similar to when you smell an odor, whether it's flower, food, or perfume, that you feel, smell, and odor. That sensation normally it on that spot. Because somewhere there, there will be a lot of sensitive tissues there. That is sensitive to all the vibration, motion, and odor, similar to security guard or a police that stay put on the guard house. Stay on one spot. Observe people going in and people coming out. By not following through them, just observe them coming in and go out on one spot. Now, the fact that you are focusing and aware and observe that observation, that awareness is mindfulness. The breath is not the concentration, is not the meditation. But we use breath as a tool. There are many tools. Some people use certain words, recite in their mind. Some people use other parts of the body, or the movement of the body. But now we use breath, inhales and exhales. When you focus, that awareness, that attention, is. Mindfulness. The breath is a tool. When you aware, when you focus, when you pay attention, the natural tendency of the mind normally is to cling or decline into the emotion that coming in from all the contact. Let's say if you. Hear certain sound, or smell certain food through your ear or your nose. Natural tendency of the mind, or some people use it as a mind state, will slant into that direction, whether it's positive or negative. Is it a pleasure feeling or painful feeling? The mind will slant, or slope, or skip into that direction. That is natural tendency. When it slopes, it moves, it inclines into that direction. That things will overpower 
your mind state. Because every contact that coming in through your nose or your ear or your mind, there will be an emotional attach to that state, that contact, always. So, let's understand the mind. Because, just similar to your body, your body has a lot of organ, sensation, like eye, can see light, but not ear. Ear cannot see light, only can hear sound. And all any other part of your body, like liver, kidney, heart, there's a lot of biochemical activity or a lot of tissue organ working together, that will be an expert or a study to observe and try to understand those body parts. But the mind, the mind is intangible things. Let us understand what is in the mind. So when we use the word mind, we have to be specific. What mind you talking about? First, start with the mind domain. Compared to form, to body. So in this universe, we have two domain. Mind domain and body domain. Mind and body. Some people use name and form. Some use mentality and materiality. So these two domain regarding materiality or form, on the form domain, body domain, or materiality, can segregate or distinct or identify and analyze further into eyes as a domain to see form, color, not the sound. Sound has to go through ear domain. That is only the sound with the sound of music or vocal or instrument, what type of instrument it can hear. But the smell or odor cannot get through the ear. There has to be nose domain. Nose can smell and odor with a smell of fragrance from flower or perfume, you can distinct. And also the tongue domain. Tongue can taste food, whether it's sour from vinegar or it's sour from lime. It can taste, it can distinct, that distinction. And the last one is the body. The body can feel tactile object, whether fine or cross, hot or cold, soft or hard, that is the body domain. All these together, we call it form, or call it body domain, or materiality. This is comparable to the mind, or mentality, the mind domain. Name. In this mind domain, there will be an object that the mind can cognize. That is, 
the mind objects. The mind object is your thought, feeling, sensation that occur in the mind domain. So when the mind objects occurred or arise in your mind domain, the mind states or the mind will cognize those objects or these are name or these are mentality occurred in the mind domain. The mind consciousness is one thing, the mind objects is another thing, and the mind, which is my state, is another thing. These three things are different from each other, but it's all occurred, happen, cognized in the mind domain. So mind domain compared to body domain. In this mind domain, there are three objects, which is mind objects, cognized by my consciousness, by the mind states. How does it work? Once you feel sensation, whether it's hot or cold at the moment, too warm or too cold, your body feels the sensation by the body domain. That sensation is tactile objects. Through the body domain, there will be contact in the mind domain. The contact in your mind domain, cognized by my consciousness, as a perception, whether it's too cold or too warm. So that perception arises in your mind domain, arise as a mind objects. What cognizes is existence, the mind consciousness. Who did that? The mind states or the mind. You see, mind consciousness doesn't feel the sensation, doesn't feel whether it's good or bad, agitated or happy. But the one that happy or agitated, whether that perception is good for them or bad for them, that is the mind state. My state would be up and down, feel good or feel bad about the contact that arise in the mind domain. Okay now, and how does that awareness, mindfulness and attention play a part in this mind domain? Because the fact that you are aware of your own breath, the natural tendency of the mind that will incline into those emotional attach of those objects would reduce. How does that reduce? Because your focus and your attention being pulled over by awareness, by mindfulness. Let's explore this word. If the mind has natural tendency to incline into those emotions, that inclination, delightfulness, clinging attachment is a sign of not aware, not heedful. The opposite of the light clinging attachment incline is not delight, not incline, detached. That is 
aware, heedful, that is, mindful. You see, by observing your breath, that observation, that awareness, is heedfulness, is mindfulness, arise in your mind domain. Whatever arises in your mind domain, of course, your mind will cognize it by the mind consciousness. When your mind cognize, natural tendency of the mind that will incline or delight will reduce because it's the opposite part. Heedfulness is the opposite of no awareness, attachment, clinging, inclined to. So when your mind are aware, mindful, heedful, there is a process of psychocreation already happening in your mind domain. This process of psychocreation will make your mind domain clear. You can observe it objectively. You can see it clearly by starting with your own breath. Be mindful, be aware. With mindfulness and awareness, your mind state is guarded, just like a security guard. Stay in the guardhouse. Observe people coming in and going out. Just like when you are in the office building, people coming in, they need to show the badge, scan the badge, coming into a gantry or a gate. Security guard just observe them. When there are security guards, the security, the safety is there. Once your mind domain is guarded by mindfulness and awareness, your mind state will begin to subside. When your mind state is subsiding, subsiding, it will begin to calm down. The mind state will reduce its movement. Once your mind is calming down, subsiding, that is called concentration. Your mind or mind states can concentrate in your mind domain with the mindfulness. That is quite a mouthful words of the mind. But if you understand thoroughly, you begin to see the picture clearly. You begin to understand all those components in your mind domain. Because if a lot of moving part inside your mind domain, one may get confused. But once you put up mindfulness by being heedful or aware of your own breath, mindfulness arise. Less moving part, see clearly and objectively, you psychograph them, mind begin to subside, and concentration arise. Mindfulness will lead to concentration. And this concentration doesn't mean that would be no thought at all. Person without thought, that's rather bizarre. Because thought is part of the mind objects. If there is mind domain, of course there is mind objects. 
is together. Some people even go to another extreme by trying to force their mind domain not to think any thought. If you have mind domain, how can you don't have mind objects? Am I correct? You are correct, because it coexists, it's come together. You can't force your mind to think or not to think. If you're trying to force, you will got headache, tense up, and you will not gain mindfulness. You will not gain concentration. But by relaxing, by not forcing, be natural. Focus on your breath. Of course, while you focus on your breath, you can observe mind objects. Similarly, when you observe your own breath, you can hear my voice, you can hear other sound, you can feel sensation whether it's warm or cold. If the neighbor prepare food, you can smell those odors. That is mind objects. Similar, you don't force them because there is cause and effect for those objects to arise, external domain. Just aware, not follow through, not cling, not decline, not attach, that's not heedful, that's not aware. But when you are aware of your own breath, your mind will not delight, not cling, and be heedful, and just observe. That is mind objects. By just observe, you see the mind consciousness. All these things happen in mind domain. And the mind state, or mind, is another thing. All these things, when it's psychograde, separated from each other, then your concentration will begin to arise. When concentration and focus arise, you can choose now. You have a choice. Choose whether what part of your mind that you want to pay attention to. Certain part of the mind you don't want to pay attention to, like some thought that you don't want to think about, you don't pay attention to them. Any other thought that you want to think about, want to focus on, you pay attention to them. You can't make this choice if you don't aware, if you have no mindfulness. But once you are mindfulness, you are aware, be heedful of what's going on inside your mind domain. Your mind subsided, your mind concentration can focus then your mind can make a choice whether what to focus. Of course, you choose to focus on something that is good, I mean skillful, I mean wholesome. Choose to focus your mind, pay attention and incline in a wholesome thing, wholesome thoughts, wholesome words. One of them is Wisdom. To increase your wisdom in your mind, just like when you sharpen the knife, you need to have a stone with a coarse grit, then fine grit, 
Then you work through the stone. Adjust the angle correctly. Put in some water to reduce heat. Then you cut a sharp knife. Similarly, your mind. You sharpen your mind by increase its wisdom. To increase your wisdom, the sharpness of the mind, you need a stone, a stone that works through your mind. In this case, we need to contemplate, contemplate the natural fact of the body, natural fact of the mind, and for knife to work through those stone. It needs water. Similar, when your mind working through this contemplation, you need meditation, concentration, as a solution to accompany this contemplation. Otherwise, it would just merely any thought. Those thoughts sometimes doesn't increase your sharpness of the mind. Even worse, it give you headache if those thought is bad thought. Now, with concentration, focus as a solution, with contemplation as a sharpening stone, the mind can get sharper, increase the wisdom, go through that contemplation. By start off, observing your own breath, mind concentrated, then see the natural fact of life, that your body. Is arise by mother and father. Grown up because of the food, the water that you consume. It is not by its own, but is dependent on other factors, other causes. With the causes and factors, that's why your body arise and stay as it is. Observe naturally, because sometimes if you eat certain food, like a spicy food, your body feel differently. From if you eat sweet food, too sweet, too much, too long, will cause your body become diabetes. Too less, too short, less often, it will cause imbalance of insulin inside your body. That's why your body is cause and effect. It's not by itself, but is dependent on other factor, not just one factor. Food is one of the factor. Weather is another factor. Some people die because of the heat stroke. Some people die because of hypothermia. That is too cold. Some because of the disease. Like COVID nineteen, or bacteria or viruses, is not by its own, but it depends on other, your body. The specific word for this, we call it non-self, not by itself, but is depend on other factors, that is called non-self. Whatever is non-self, the attribute. The property that will come together, it will not satisfy your own needs. It will only satisfy its cause and effect. Whatever cause, 
it will affect accordingly. You will not satisfy your needs because your needs it doesn't go with its cause. That is called dissatisfaction. There is a direct translation from suffering or dukkha. Suffering or dukkha translated as dissatisfaction because it doesn't satisfy your need. It only satisfies its cause. Whatever non-self dissatisfaction is impermanent, of course. Whatever impermanent dissatisfaction non-self, you should not cling into that. The understanding that that is my, that is myself, that is me. That understanding is wrong view. So now, once we know that okay, if I understand that this is me, I'm in this. This is myself. That is wrong. So, remove that understanding. Remove that mindset. How do you remove or get rid of that mindset? By not clinging into it. How do I not cling into it? By not delight into it. How do I not delight into it? Of course, you know from the beginning. Be mindful. Be aware. Be heedful. When you are mindful, aware, your mind is not decline, not delight, not detach. That is. Not clinging. So, if your mind is not clinging into whatever is non-self, your mind are guarded with mindfulness. Your mind has wisdom. Your mind is concentrated. By focus on your breath, you increase your concentration, focus, and awareness. Will increase your wisdom. Will increase your level of Contemplation, and I wish you learn something today from Sunday Dhamma Talk, and that has been the guided meditation. Keep your mindfulness, guarded your mind with the awareness and mindfulness that you practice today, and see you next time. My name is Pra Mahabhibun Apipunno from Forest Monastery, Wat Pa Don Hai So. Indurantani. Goodbye.